Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know where you're going with your metaphor, so I can't. Where am I, where am I going? What I'm saying is I think, I think a lot of journalists have this imposter syndrome thing where it's like, who, who am I? How am I qualified to be, like, reporting on this, telling this story, talking to this person? Well, yeah. And I, mean, I think that I think that everybody has to just be able to just practice setting that aside and and getting past that barrier of entry. And one thing that you're good at is walking into a place like you belong. And even, you know, I, I'm not as good at that as you are. And it's something that I admire, but you can walk into a place and and just kind of like own the fact that you're there and you belong there and when you do that that's how that's how you get into places i've realized really quickly that confidence especially in belonging is a big part of going to where you want to go i also strongly believe in being nice to people right um I try to be nice to people so that they're just, in general, easier to deal with, right? This goes for doormen, security guards, anybody that's going to be in my way of gaining entry or access to a place that, let's per se, I might not have a ticket to or might not belong because I'm not a VIP, technically. Uh, none of that matters to me. It's all irrelevant. Um, those, are just, those are just necklaces and badges and dangly things that don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, um, we're all just we're all just people. We're all just people. We're all just, we're all we, just all, we all just want to yeah. get drunk, Tim. That's all yeah. we want to do. We just want to go in the back where there's free booze and get drunk. And yeah, I may have walked my way boldly into several of those situations in my past. I also uh walked onto a blimp fully knowing I didn't belong <laughs> on a blimp. And it was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I wasn't expecting a blimp. No. But I haven't heard this story. No, yes, no. And this story started actually when you and I uh, were gallivanting around at the Bud Light Super Bowl party when the Bud Light, when the Super Bowl was taking place here in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, that, was, that, was one of our, that was one of our first hangs. We got really drunk. And that was the night that we submitted our applications to the Institute, and I forgot that we did that. Correct. And, that and was... then I got the letter of acceptance in the mail, and I was like, and I, was like I, I, I paid a $600 application fee. Batman brought us over these delicious meals. Sex, sexy Batman. Sexy was, Batman. Regular Batman. Oh, he was fucking hot as shit. They brought us over these meals fried in a, in a cocoon. There was, there was a savory part. There was a sweet part. Nobody around us appreciated it. They were, they were, they were, they were gasping. They were, they were recoiling back. They were, they were, they were, yeah. they didn't know what to do. And Tim and I confidently ate everything that Batman brought us as a Being snack. served uh, deep fried bacon wrapped things by sexy superheroes. Like it felt so right that we decided that we had to get into the snack game. We did. We looked into I, each uh, other's presumably. eyes. Because I don't, I don't remember the decision part. Well, it's because I roofied yeah. you, but that's a whole other thing. Um, I, but it was, we looked into each other's eyes lovingly, and it was when we knew that there was nobody else. There was nobody else that we wanted to do this with. It's, it's, it's kind of like when Batman met his several Robins. Like, yes, he had more than one Robin, and yes, he felt the same way every single time. But that doesn't mean that that's not still a great example of the feeling that I had 
for you that night when, when we met. And that was also the same night that I met the DirecTV blimp. Uh, the DirecTV blimp had their own Twitter account, and I started tweeting to it. And the DirecTV blimp followed me back on Twitter. And then next thing I know, I'm, I'm tweeting with a blimp. How are the views up there? Everything's looking good down there. Ha, ha, ha. Stuff like that. And then, a day or so later, the DirecTV blimp told me, we're going to be in town for the Super Bowl. Do you like to come take a ride on me? Would you like to come inside of me? Is what the DirecTV blimp asked me in my DMs. And I was like, uh, yes, please. Uh, and then I brought my wife, and we both came inside of the uh, DirecTV blimp. Or went inside of it. Whatever. Whatever the correct terminology is. This is I think you'd have to get Charlie Day to explain mm -hmm. the, the semantics of... of uh what's going on here, but yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. So, but it was an amazing experience. I'd never been on anything like that before. I've taken plane rides, helicopter plot rides, uh, you know, small, small planes, things you think are going to be a similar experience and nothing is like riding in a blimp. <laughs> it is literally like riding on a, a ship, a boat in the air, the way it moves, the way it can just stop all of a sudden and just, tilt down and look down at the ground and stuff. It, it was, it was one of the coolest experiences of my life. Hmm. And it was all from, it was all cause of Twitter. It was all cause of Twitter and, and yeah. And confidently coming on to an airship. Yeah. And you see, I was, I was just telling our friends that, that I, I missed out on this whole skill set because I was not doing the flirting with people online thing. I'm, I'm, I, hmm. I was the, I was, I'm, like the youngest you can be almost to have started a relationship at a time when online dating really wasn't a thing yet. Okay. Like, I, I, it's not like I, it wasn't I'm, out there. No, I'm kind of with you. I remember you know. like I wasn't with my wife too long. We weren't together as a couple for too long until I remember like picking my friend's brain about what he was doing with online dating. Uh, I had a friend who went through a weird, you know, relationship and it kind of messed him up a little bit, you know, like he, he was really into this girl and she was really into him, but it was like this religious disconnect between, you know, he was Muslim and she was, uh, you know, different religion that didn't really accept that he was considering changing religions and all sorts of shit. It was very complicated, very complicated. And, you know, not an ideal reason to end a relationship, kind of a stupid, you know, reason in my opinion to end it over religion and such, but also yeah. understandable if you know that there's going to be problems for you as a couple down the road with your families and all of that stuff. Right. Um, but he was like the first person I knew who then like tried to jump back on the horse essentially by online dating. And, you know, I, I'd ask him about some of this stuff and he always made it sound pretty miserable. You know, like he, 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 he made it sound like it was always just, uh, not a good connection and a lot of, you know, of course, exaggerating about what you look like, who you are, what you do, all of that kind of stuff, you know? So, uh, he found it to be a pretty disappointing experience, but I, I don't even have that much experience with people I know doing it. You talk about not having done it. I didn't do it either. So I don't even... 
And I don't even have, like, that's my one anecdote. I don't have that many people. I remember for a period, Josh Schlag, the founder and proprietor of the steelcage.com, was, was doing some, some tindering or something, and I just found it to be fascinating, but none of it sounded like it was anything you'd actually want to be involved in. It was just more from the standpoint of somebody who's been in a relationship as long as I have. It was just more fascinating to me the way the whole thing worked <laughs> and how these people don't get murdered more often. But we have a lot of friends who actually like made their connections that way. Like um, I, I, Brian, um, I, I don't know which website it was. It's And it's hard, I, but I think it, I don't know if it was Tinder, um, but but also also Jared, I think it was an online thing. Wait, Emma's in our life because of some fucking website? Are you kidding me? I have to put up with Emma oh. because of some website? Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. That's bullshit. I thought there was an actual life natural connection there. Now I'm there, finding those, out that she's just fabricated anymore. into our lives? Oh, my God. Yeah, she was 3D printed. No wonder she's the worst. <laughs> God. She torments me night and day on Animal Crossing. She really does. I felt I've, I've been sending her like more pineapple themed merch. Oh, and then she just There's passes a... it on to me, doesn't she? Yeah. Yep. The two of you working together against me. Bunch of assholes. But you know who's not an asshole, Tim? You know who I don't think of as being an asshole? Our oh. viewers. They're Our good. viewers are good people, and I'd like to welcome them into listening to episode 102 of Derek and Tim Eat Snacks. Derek and Tim Eat Snacks on the internet. Man, one thing I love to do is to get drunk and tell people that they don't understand Batman. And, and I, I don't have a drink, but, but Batman, when he meets a new Robin, every time is different. Every relationship with Robin is unique and special and no, it's is a very different. Every Robin, no, every Robin is a different person. He doesn't. Every care. Robin has a different fighting They're style. All every Robin to him, has a different Tim. approach to crime fighting. How many every, have been murdered? How many have come back to try to murder him? I really just the one. Just the one. I mean, and, well, and then I mean, I don't know. Several I was just times. I, I was just reading a story where all the Robins are zombies. It's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. DC is a weird world. It gets confusing. Yeah. Uh, but I do love Batman. I love Batman because I think Batman is, it's it's always weird, but I, I've, I've realized the other day that two of my favorite characters are Batman and Iron Man, and it's because they're the same guy. You know, <clears throat> it's it's because they're essentially the same guy, Tim. They have different reasons for being the person they are, but let's be real, they're the same guy. And I like that, I think I like that concept of it being um, a human being that just has a lot of money and can buy a bunch of shit and then be superhero because that's easier for me to obtain. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go, um, roll around in radioactive waste. To get yeah. It's too, much, it's too much of a crapshoot. Yeah. It's, you can just so easily get cancer instead of superpowers. Absolutely. It, it happens a lot. Um, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that Iron Man quite has. And I and I realize that Iron Man is you know he made a lot of sacrifices and, and all this and whatever. But I don't think he quite has the the fortitude, the toughness of Batman. Oh Jesus Christ! Iron Man, Jesus like he's not he's not in as good a physical shape. Christ, Tim. He's intellectually he's right there, but he's an alcoholic. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
And and Batman and, and Bruce Wayne is a narcissist that's created all of the villains that he faces himself. I'm not I'm not arguing against that. I'm just no. I'm just saying he's got the discipline. The thing is, is that is that Bruce Wayne will, you know, he'll go to a party and like you'll you'll think he's this, you know, drunk playboy guy or whatever, but but he's like, you know, he's ready to just become Batman at any time. That's you know, valid. Never, That's never valid. That's valid. But see, here's the thing, is that uh while he might have to pretend like he's getting drunk, Tony can actually get drunk and then have a blood transfusion take place inside of the suit via Jarvis while he's on his way to fight whatever criminal he needs to go fight. Is that, it's like a, it's like he has a built-in, like almost like a dialysis. That yeah. Oh God. Yes. God. Just yes. A, it's like, it's like a mechanical liver. That, I, that's, that's, that's like, that's a, yeah, I've read Invincible Iron Man's where he had Jarvis bring him a martini mid-fight. That's some classy gangster that's, shit right there, Tim. That's, that's not. Good. That's not. That's not Batman getting his ass beat by Clayface. All right. It's always weird to me too that the the comic book incarnations of Clayface are so different from the animated series one because that's the one that's in my head canon. That's the one in everyone's head canon. Yeah, yeah. that's it's the best Clayface. It's the best. Uh, version of a lot of Batman characters, it's uh, include, the, including Batman. It's the best, but then for some reason, a lot of them have the worst version of their origin story. Like mm. Clayface, for instance, who in Batman the Animated Series merely had the face cream that he as an actor was using to make himself look young poured down his throat by people he owed money to. And yeah, that, that seemed, somehow changed him into Clayface. That scene was dark though like that was that was yeah i remember it like because you see it happen like in silhouette it's very it's burned into my head right i don't forget that yeah i remember that vividly as a child that was one of the harder to accept that and the michelle pfeiffer change into catwoman in the batman movie that was also hard to accept a bunch of cats just biting the shit out of her what happened there yeah, that was that was really weird, but it makes so much sense. And then she she goes home and like trashes the place and is all cool looking. That's like for some reason Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. I don't know if it's like a right now quarantine thing, but that image of her with like the frazzled hair, like breaking stuff in her house, the neon sign that says "Hell here," like all of that is like becoming this indelible image that you see on Twitter a lot now becoming sort of like a meme of itself. People are putting it on shirts. I think it's pretty hot. Like, I remember even though it was kind of, that entire movie was gross and fucking weird to me, but I remember her definitely still being hot, uh, regardless of the situation. And it just goes to show that a better movie improves the hotness of the Catwoman, because the Catwoman movie starring Halle Berry, that you would expect to have a lot of hotness, had zero hotness, because it was a terrible movie. And, they, I mean, they really went overboard with the sexy costume on that movie, oh, too. Oh, it was heavy-handed. Yeah. I was, I've been complaining a lot, and you may have seen me complaining about this, that there are no, currently, no Funko Pops made of any of Halle Berry's characters. Of any there, movie ever? Of anywhere? Of any of the characters she has ever played in a variety of, like, action and superhero movies. Tons of things that you would think would get Funko Pops. They've made a Funko Pop of almost every, every Catwoman costume you could imagine, including the Michelle Pfeiffer costume. Mm-hmm. But not Halle Berry. In October, there's going to be, uh, for, like, the, 
I think it's the 25th anniversary of X-Men, the, the first X-Men movie, there's going to be a pop of her version of Storm. There, there's like a movie Storm pop or two that are out now, but they're based on the, the other Storm, mm-hmm. not Halle Berry. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. That's a yeah, weird, so seems, that's a weird thing to notice. It seems it seems really weird. Yeah. There's, I have a reason for for researching this and it's complicated and it's, I shouldn't talk about it on the air. Yeah, but, you but shouldn't because to, it seems like you want to bang a Holly Berry pop. That's the it, that's the feeling I'm getting from this. And I it, feel like you should have a chance to defend yourself it's, a bit. It's it sounds like and, and so oh man. Um I, I can I can talk about it because it's a matter of public record. Um but uh at at uh, at my wife's uh, job she she once had a a person in the courtroom and and part of the thing is is that like is that she has a lot of funko pops in her office at work um she she and like her staff kind of collect different ones it's like a it's like just a a, a thing they do for fun i mean sure. you know cuz because they they they're cool they're fun to collect um i think they mostly get marvel ones but but there's some others in there too it's and a brilliant fucking collectible that I can't stop buying, no matter how like hard every, I try. Every once in a while, you have to get a couple I of them. To, I know I, I, I have probably like two or three on order at any time. I made myself, I bought giant ones, Tim. I made myself stop after those because I was like, yeah. no more. I don't even have space for those. They're sitting in the corner of my room. But I probably will buy some more this weekend if I get some chance to, you know. Uh, so th- there was a gentleman in court who was pleased with an outcome um and he was he was uh, in expressing his appreciation said thank you thank you and then called her Halle Berry dipped in vanilla. <laughs> and this is <laughs> and, and and I can talk about it because it's 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 public information it's on the court record. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's amazing. And so and so as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, well, we got to get her a, a Halle Berry Funko Pop. And it turns out there aren't any. That's a shame. Yeah, I can. But s- so okay. now coming soon. Now I, I have Storm on on pre order. All right. Well. Yeah. That that solves that mystery, I suppose. Um, as I told you guys in the chat. Speaking of X Men, I recently watched the Deadpool movies for the first time. Really enjoyed those. Had a blast. Uh, I've had a opportunity to miss out on a lot of movies mostly because my wife goes to bed at like 8 30 at night and my daughter outlasts her most nights when it comes to going to bed so we don't have like adult time to watch stuff and if so it's usually taken up by dead to me or some other netflix show and i don't get the chance to regularly watch um good movies or things unless it's something on my own and deadpool is totally one of those things that was up my alley to watch by myself but i just didn't get the opportunity to because my wife wanted to watch it. So I waited for her for years and years, but I finally watched it. And I will say that that's one of the best things about this whole, uh, COVID situation, right there. You could, you could really complain a lot. There's a lot of bad. You could focus on the bad. And I totally understand that some people have it way worse than I do. So, I understand if if that bad is taking up your life and it's hard to see the good. I'll just say that at times, even things that might be bad, like my regular television shows not coming on because the show itself is shut down production-wise due to COVID or whatever the case may be, or even like sports where my summer would be taken up by covering baseball and I'm not doing that. So instead I'm watching Korean baseball at 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, 
I am still getting the opportunity to kind of like catch up on things in life that I missed out on. And it's kind of wonderful because there's plenty of good content that I've missed that I get to watch now. And it's like, it's brand new to me. So I don't know. I watched the Deadpool movies and laughed my ass off. I'm amazed that I was able to keep so much of the stuff from those movies secret, but it just goes to show if it's not Avengers Endgame or one of those films, people don't fucking talk about it online and it doesn't get ruined for you. And when you get around to watching it, it's kind of a great experience. I don't know. We, I, I feel like we tweet out Deadpool stuff at least every International Women's Day, you, if not I, more often. You might, but it's really easy <laughs> for me to miss <laughs> if I'm not getting the references in any way. Yeah, yeah I guess so. You know? I don't know. Um, I think there it has been very easy. There's such an overload, such a deluge, especially of superhero movies, that it's very easy to feel like you're missing out or feel like you're falling behind if or, you miss, like, or skip them because you don't feel like you need to watch them. Like that's my thing is at times where I get overloaded with stuff. I'm like, well, you know, I I don't know. Like this all can't be that good. So I'll just kind of focus more on the stuff people are talking about, or I know is going to be more popular rather than, you know, other stuff. Deadpool wasn't the case with that. I knew I was going to love Deadpool. I knew it was going to be right up my alley. There wasn't any part of it other than, like when I asked you guys in the chat, I, I knew it was going to be excessively bad when it came to cursing and violence and all of that. And it did not disappoint. It was definitely not a film I wanted to watch with my nine-year-old daughter. Uh, yeah, much like you said, I think you said it perfectly when you said it's not a film that you want to watch with your 21-year-old daughter. Uh, and you don't want to even hear about it when she did watch it. And you're right. That is exactly that is exactly the way I feel about that film after having watched it. Second one wasn't so bad, but the first one, definitely. It just had all the things that would have made it feel terrible and awkward to be watching with my child. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm just saying in general. I hope people now, can find stuff like that, like I did, to enjoy during this. I, I think that there's no way that people have kept up on all the content that is available out there. It ain't like when we were fucking kids and it was like reruns of I Love Lucy and shit on most of the time. Oh, there's just, there's new content. All the, Like, I didn't know, I think I've talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't know American Dad was still on the air. I thought that <laughs> shit got canceled a long time ago and then I found out that it went for like five more seasons on TBS and I've been watching the shit out of those and they are hilarious. It's not still on Fox. I assumed it was still on. No, it's on. I thought they were churning those up. It moved to TBS, and now my understanding is it's the same company, but they've moved it over to Adult Swim now, so the new episodes are going to be on Adult Swim. But it's still being made new. It's not canceled yet. I just saw a thing where Weird Al did a song. Um... He did a he did a Beastie Boys parody for an episode of American Dad. Like this this was just on the internet. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Because American Dad is substantially better than Family Guy. I don't know what the hell happened to Family Guy, but it reared off course somewhere and still hasn't I, found its way back. But American Dad is still just consistently the same show. Roger, Roger, Stan, Stan. It's fantastic. Soaring love affair with Family Guy. And then it reached a point where I was watching Family Guy and I'm like, I feel like this show is laughing at me and it really should be the other way around. It got to the point, like, Family Guy's appeal for me initially was the insider baseball jokes. 
the shit that you knew there was no way people watching it were going to get, but you fucking got it because you remember that movie they're making a fucking film out of from the 80s. Or even that one time where Peter referenced some Duke of something and then fucking cutaway was the guy signing a book and he looks up and he's like, you don't know who I am. And that was the whole joke. Brilliant fucking joke. Uh, they, they, they used to get it and I don't know what happened, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's weird how a show like that can completely lose its way as far as what it was and what made it popular. But like going back to American dad, I think American dad got better. Uh, you know, once they moved over to TBS, they let them like curse and use excessively bad language that Fox wasn't allowing them to use. So you know, Roger started getting really raw with the amount of murders that he was committing and language that he was using, and it, it was fun. It's a fun show. Good shit. I think I think part of what was was a tough sell about American Dad when it first came out was it was like during the George W. Bush era, and it's like here's Stan Smith, and he's this like conservative blowhard guy, and it's like I don't, I just don't want to watch a show about that right now. I will say that they did a great job always of a making of making American Dad different from family guy whereas any other show seth mcfarlane touched had the stink of family guy all over it even that fucking live action one where it was in space you know like even that one i forget what the name of it right now is off the top of my head but watched a few episodes of that and even the jokes on that were very family guy you know called the the orville was that the orville that's what it was yes absolutely you know i don't know I, i never even saw it i can't believe i remember it was it was it wasn't bad, but it was way more serious than I thought it was going to be. It was trying to be like a Star Trek, mm-hmm. you know, but with, you know, some more humor to it. Like, and I mean, some of it was kind of funny, but again, it's not it's not a matter of whether or not it was funny. It was a matter of it being very similar to Family Guy. Uh, American Dad just has always kind of seemed different. They never did the same kind of jokes, despite the fact that it's an animated family with a whacking, wacky talking animal thing in its house you know like the similarities are there but uh i don't know it's it's kind of like when you take a look at snacks right uh there are all sorts of different ways to do snacks but it's surprising sometimes that we don't have snack companies trying harder to do something different instead you have like lays determining that they're going to make a pringle like what fuck off what I didn't hear about this. Well, yeah, yes, you did. Stacks. Haven't you heard of Lay's Stacks? What? Oh, that, okay, that's not new. It's not new. I'm not talking about a new Is thing. That... I'm merely talking about a snack company thinking it's going to come along and, like, st- fucking just ride on the fucking coattails of some other snack and make their own version of it. That shit ain't happening, man. Because the new thing that I heard about Lay's was they're, they're doing these, like, these chips that are based on, like, well-known regional restaurants. Yeah, have you seen that? And and I guess the the one the one that I got a press release about was Grimaldi's Pizza, which I thought was a chain of pizza places from Phoenix, but turns out it's actually from New York. I also uh, thought they were from Phoenix. I, was, I got excited I was for them. I was Every, like, good for them. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hometown guys. It's like they're yeah. You know, we got we got a lot of uh, yeah. Uh, so one, one of our one of our friends on the on the internet was trying to was is from New Jersey and was was trying to 
trash talk the Phoenix pizza scene. Oh, Phoenix. don't, yeah, don't even come at yeah. me about the fucking pizza scene here in Phoenix. You want to know what the pizza scene's like here in Phoenix? It's fucking wonderful. The, you know the best why? pizza city in America. This is fucking an amazing place to be because not only do you have all of the trash pizzas from all across the country here, but you also have the good pizzas from Chicago. And then you have a couple of good pizza companies from right here in Phoenix, Arizona that have been established for years that a lot of you out-of-towners don't fucking know about. What you know about Barro's Pizza? What you know about Sardella's Pizza? You don't know nothing about Venezia's Pizza. You don't know nothing about none of these places. But not only that, we have Luminides, we have Grimaldi's, we have uh, uh, Giordano's. What else do we have? We have everything. Oh, we have a uh, we have Jets Detroit style pizza. That's right. Um, and, and a couple other uh, Detroit places. There's a there's a a, a place uh, that um, uh, a, a place called Frasher's Smokehouse or Frasier's Smokehouse. Uh, it's where it's where I watch the St. Louis Blues win the Stanley Cup. They make a St. Louis style pizza. That's right. And uh, well, yeah, a lot of I, I get a, I get a lot of grief for the St. Louis pizza. It's not uh, it's 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 a bit oh, of an acquired terrible, taste. Tim. It's, not it's terrible. Room. It's if. I, I, I would no pizza you, is terrible. We, I take that back. No pizza is terrible, so I apologize. I don't. If we ever get terrible. to a point where we can like gather in a public place and watch hockey again, uh, I will. I will treat you to a slice of the barbecue burnt end St. Louis style pizza okay, at Fraser's Smokehouse, and it's it's delicious. Just because and you said barbecue burnt end. When when the St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup, I had a couple slices of pizza left, and somebody set their glass of blue champagne on my pizza pan and spilled some on my pizza. And so the moment suddenly for me became bittersweet. I was like, oh, oh. it's like like this is this is like the sports moment I've been waiting for my whole life. But oh, my pizza, but my oh. pizza, you ruined yeah. my pizza. Yeah, we, there were two whole slices left. Yeah, God damn yeah. it. it was, yeah, they're little square slices, but still, I was gonna you know I was gonna take that home. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. Oh. I'm with you. Yeah, this. This is a transplant city, so don't fuck with us. We have pizza from all over the country, and we don't care about your stupid water. You know why? Because places like Lou Malnati's are crazy enough to actually import the fucking water from yeah, they Chicago. Can, they can import the water, or they can do the they can do the science. They can filter the water and adjust the, the mineral science. content as needed. They, they do absolutely that. can. Tim. Yeah. you're absolutely right. Absolutely, they right. do like like brewers do it all the time to make. That's how that's how you can make beer sort of match these regional styles is by you know you adjust the salinity, um, all these little different tweaks to get the mineral content right to produce like you know this is what a beer might taste like if you brewed it in Edinburgh. That's right. That's right. That's what that's that's what Four Peaks does when they make a kilt lifter, or at least you know that, that was the original idea. So I like when people like that can do something different. And I like this week's snack that Tim has brought to us because this week's snack definitely takes something that we are used to something that's beloved and they flip it on its fucking ear. And I love it because it's different. And I can't wait to try it because I've never had them before. This week's snack is wild chicken breast chips, wild chicken breast chips. Chips. Wild chicken breast chips. Wild chicken breast chips. And this is this is a straight up quarantine snack. This is a I've been bored. I've been on Instagram. This popped up and I was like, oh shit, chicken chips? Yeah. Chicken chips. 
Now, I gotta, like, yeah, we, we're, we're eating that. Tim didn't even mess around because he got not one but two different flavors. And when I say chicken chips, I don't mean that they just come as straight-up chicken chips. The good folks at Wild Chips decided that that wasn't good enough, that then they were going to bring you your favorite version of chicken as their chips. So the two flavors that Tim has acquired for us today is Wild Chicken Breast Chicken Chips Chicken and Waffles flavors and Wild Chicken Chips Nashville Hot Seasoned Chicken. Tim, holy shit, these are the two flavors I would have fucking picked out of a million chicken flavors. These I mean, are I my could, two favorite chicken flavors. I, it, it was between Nashville Hot and Chicken and Waffles, you've really got sort of. Well, you've got, you've got everything that Lolo's makes. You cover, yeah, you cover everything. Yeah, those and those those guys, those are the guys who know chicken around here. Um, and then on top of that, I mean, yeah, those are just the flavors that jumped out. They got some other flavors. There's a there's a buffalo chicken because of course there's a jalapeno chicken and kind of a like I guess there's a salt and vinegar one, a uh, a pink salt and chicken, which is probably your kind of most basic flavor. Um, but of course, that's I mean, like the straight up. That's the straight up yeah. just potato chip, right? But I love this. I love the concept of this. We've had these for a while, so I've been really looking forward to digging into these. But I've never had a chicken chip. We've had a lot of things on this podcast. And yes, we've never had any of those items prior to eating them on this podcast. Never once had we ever eaten ants on a log before having them on this podcast. But this is a case where I've never even eaten like, I've had chicken jerky. I've had other various chicken items, but I can never say I've had a chicken chip, Tim. Yeah, and just scrolling through Amazon, I don't think there are a whole lot of other people who are doing chips quite the same way. They're sort of, there's there's maybe like one or two like chicken chips, but they're, I don't know, they're, they're making a chip out of some kind of mix of chicken and tapioca flour. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gluten-free. It's relatively low in carbs. Um, other, other chicken, chicken chips that I'm seeing are like, like the chicken version of pork rinds, like, like crispy chicken skin things that you can get, which I'm, I'm sure are delightful. Um, you can't really go, but, but pork rinds, you know, there's not a lot of room for improvement there. They're already, well, no, there is there. Yeah. And you know what? The restaurant that I like that makes a good pork rinds here in town, the brewery closed down and that makes me sad. Derek, what chip are we? I'm ready to eat fucking both of these at the exact same time, but Tim, Let's kick yeah. things off with the chicken and waffle because that's chicken. the one that intrigues me the most. We're gonna start let's, sweet. Let's, let's start with the sweet. Spicy. Yeah. And let's just fucking do this. I went everybody's head about the bird. The bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner. tear across the top of the bag. Yeah, I, I unfortunately yeah. did like a tear down the side, which is yeah, that's, really that's kind of where I'm at. Oh, it's got a it's got a silica gel packet, like a beef jerky. Because I guess technically it sort of is like a beef jerky. 
Whoa. Whoa, Wim. I'm sitting in Denny's. I'm eating a terrible breakfast, Tim. I feel it. That's a, I'm. I feel it in my mouth. The the texture of this chip screams like Kellogg's cornflakes to me. Yeah. I feel like I'm eating cereal. It's it's very thin and very crispy. Super thin, super crispy. You wouldn't know. Like if I gave you this, I doubt you would know this was chicken. Yeah, it's it's like a big cornflake. And it's but it has this incredible flavor to it. That's chicken and crunchiness and cereal and some toast and a waffle with syrup on it. Yeah. It tastes like the breakfast area at a Hilton smells. <laughs> you know? You're just walking down the buffet. Wow. I'm wondering what's in this next chafer. Yep. Oh, it's chicken. You weren't expecting that at the Hilton. It's like you're wondering if they have a waffle maker, but then you know that they do just based on the smell before you get there. You're like, oh, yeah, they definitely have a waffle maker. As I eat more of these, I find it interesting that they start out like a cornflake kind of consistency, but then by mm -hmm. the end, they de I'm definitely left with like a jerky, when all is said and done, uh, like that jerky feeling and the jerky taste a little bit from the hydrated chicken. Dehydrated chicken, I should say. Whatever the hell make these, these. I don't know. Yeah. This is witchcraft. I mean, man, I'm big on them fulfilling their promise of a, of a flavor, and I can't say they didn't do that. Yeah, they, they served up that flavor, man. There's, there's like, there's a little butter in there, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they, they pretty successfully Willy wonka this chip. It doesn't even make any sense. And, and for me, um... I, I can't decide. I can't decide how much I like this texture. I don't. It's. I don't like it. I don't like. I don't like like how much of it's like stuck. In the side of my, my my teeth and shit. Just kind of. I don't like filling the filling up the, of it. The, the the tops of your molars, the crowns of your teeth. Just like yeah. you gotta you gotta flick out with your tongue. When I no, said earlier I was at Denny's eating breakfast, I realize now that the the over-excessive crispiness of it is akin to bacon that you would get at Denny's. Oh. The kind of bacon that when you eat it, it just shatters into dust in your mouth because it's so overdone. doesn't have an yeah. ounce of fat or of gristle or of moisture left to it. It's just a fucking dehydrated 
stack of <laughs> meat fucking ash is what With it the is. The bacon that it's, it's just it's just salt and carbon, and that's all you're getting out of that yeah. bacon. <laughs> and like, I don't know how you could do a dehydrated chicken chip without having that be somewhat of the result. So, I don't fault them a hundred percent on it, but I also don't like that. However, this is true. I, if I was sitting around drinking some brews and there was a like a bowl of this in front of me, like oh. at a bar, I'd kill all of these and not think once about that gritty feeling because I'd be washing it down with these beers. Yeah, you'd annihilate it. And it's kind. Of, this is kind of a. It's not like a really big bag. They say it's two servings. And it's well, servings twenty chips, so that's forty chips in the bag. Yeah, it, se- it seems like more chips than that, but it says servings per container about two, so I don't know. Sure. But if you like, if you ate this entire bag of chips, according to this, it'd be like 280 calories, 20 grams of protein, and like, I feel like you'd be pretty full That's by the, upside by the time this. you were done. Like, this would be a pretty satisfying snack on, yeah. the, on the order of a beef jerky. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. Because 140 calories, and the other big thing is here is is nine nine grams of carbs versus I don't know how many, but I'm sure a shit ton more carbs in regular potato chips. So yeah, oh yeah, uh, it's it, it's a healthy snack that doesn't it doesn't really forego flavor. The flavor yeah. is just. Like, you could lick these and get the flavor off of it. You wouldn't even need to eat them. Like, yeah. I, I'm... I'm <coughs> <See>? <coughs> One of those little chippies. They're stuck in my throat. Now I'm coughing because that's how... <laughs> <coughs> but, yeah. yeah so, and and, and so also surprisingly is it only has one gram of sugar per serving or, or two grams, I guess, for the entire bag. And these are, these taste so sweet. Yeah, that's surprising for, with the, with the yeah. waffle chips. I'm ready to move on and try the Nashville hot chicken now. The Nashville hot. I, we, we picked up Nashville-style chicken from the Rose Hot Chicken today. I was so happy. That's another thing that we have here that's amazing. If you don't know what Tim's talking about, we have some amazing fried chicken places here. See, everybody wants to come live in Arizona because they come here during spring training season. And that's when our best weather is. That's when the waste management open is, and that's when yeah. all... That's the trap. That's the trap. The trap well, is what, coming here during that time of year. What happens is if you're a successful New York pizziola, you come to Arizona for the Phoenix Open or, or whatever. You come out here during spring training, even though the Yankees and the Mets, I think, are both in uh, Florida. Correct. You know, you come out You come out here anyway. You, can, you just... Whatever. You come out for the Open. Because um, your model you is here. Out, come out for the good weather yeah maybe well everybody in new york retires to florida too but but it's it's there's a there's a divide let's say chicago let's say chicago well yeah for sure yeah if you if if you're a chicago pizza person you're out here to see the cubs really just the cubs nobody uh, i I feel like nobody out here cares about the white Sox or white Sox fans don't travel i don't know why um but yeah the cubs um and yeah, you come out here. You're like, you know what? I like the weather out here. Arizona is uh, it's it's kryptonite to Chicago people, to Minnesota people. Oh. Um, and so and so you're like, you know what? I'm gonna open up it's a hard, pizza place. It's hard to ever go home. Why not? Why not open up a Lou Malnati's right here in Phoenix? 
These ones, these ones smell kind of weird. Like the smells don't all like fit together, and they're fighting it out in the bag. Oh yeah. And then got a bit of a dog food smell to it. Yeah, yeah. I get there's probably a lot of dehydrated chicken and dog food, so it, it yeah. tracks. Yeah. Um, in my mouth though, tastes like Nashville hot chicken. Yeah. Scott, now there's a hint of like pickle brine in here. Are you getting that? Oh yeah. Are you okay with that? I'm okay with that. All right. Cause see, here's the thing. Here's here's a common misconception about me as a person that doesn't like pickles. Mm hmm. It's kind of like pineapple. I don't like hot pineapple, and I don't like it mixed with stuff. If you were to give me a hot pineapple by itself, like our friend Chef Craig did, and it was beautifully um, barbecued and fire roasted, and then he yeah, did it was, like um, it was brulee. Really, brulee. It was like a, yeah, I was gonna say then you did a brulee yeah. on it, right? It was amazing. I don't hate that. It's it's mostly when it's mixed with other components, and it's mostly when it's hot because I don't like the hot garbage texture of it, right? So. With pickles, when I get stuff, usually it has pickles already on it, and I'm going to pick the pickles off. I'm not the kind of person that's that picky that needs to tell them to remove the pickles altogether. So, like, a cheeseburger for me from McDonald's, for instance, doesn't taste the same if it doesn't have pickle juice on it. I just don't want the pickle on it. I'm okay with the pickle flavor because I've been pulling pickles off my cheeseburgers for so long that it almost feels weird to not have that dill flavor as part of the flavor. You feel me? Right? Yeah. Same well, thing with hot chicken. Whenever I get Nashville hot chicken, it inevitably has pickles on the top of it or on the side touching it or whatever. And I might even eat some of those after the meal is over, but I'm not going to eat them at the same time as my goddamn chicken because I don't like pickles mixed with other shit. Yeah, nobody, nobody I don't think, eats the... I wonder about, with the chicken and waffles, you're eating the chicken, the waffle, you're eating everything together. You're making a good, like, slurry of all that delicious syrup, butter. Absolutely. Yeah, whatever whatever's on your chicken and waffle plate is all going together and getting eaten at the same time. But with the Nashville hot chicken, that's not how it works. Right. Like, I don't think anybody is, like, you know, delicately balancing the pickle on top of the chicken to get that perfect chicken pickle bite. You just eat the pickle and you eat the chicken. Yeah, see, I'm not doing that, though. I'm eating the chicken completely, yeah. and then I'll eat the pickle as, like, a weird palate cleanser afterwards, even though you would mm. think I would eat it first because you would think I wouldn't want the remnants of pickle. I'm a weird guy, though. I can't explain. Yeah. I don't know. It makes sense to me. I, like, I, I, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down on pickles. Yeah. I just don't. It, it's not even, like, I don't like pickles. Again, just like I don't like pineapple. People think that they need to send me pictures of pineapple. I'm going to get mad. No. I like pineapple. I'm from an island. It's in my blood to like pineapples and coconuts and shit. It's part of the part of the gimmick, right? I just don't particularly like them hot. And I ate them for years hot, so it's not like I have an allergy or an adverse effect to them where I need to immediately, like, gag or something because I had hot pineapple. That's another stupid-ass thing people think about me not liking pineapple. It's just <laughs> a preference thing. I had pine. I get. I still get pineapple in my Beijing beef from Panda Express whenever I fucking go there. Or sweet fire chicken or whatever it is I have that has pineapple. In. I, I think fucking, it's a sweet fire chicken. Yeah, I don't care. I don't oh. think there's anything. There, I don't think there's anything resembling a fruit or a vegetable in the Beijing beef. Maybe like an onion. Nah. peppers. Yeah, that has peppers in it. But well. you. Get, but you got to really go for the orange chicken, which has which has 
nothing like a fruit or vegetable anywhere near it. Correct. The orange orange chicken is just is just deep fried and deep fried nuggets. Yeah. 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 With orange yeah, glaze on it. It's um. It's it's so good. I, I love orange chicken for Panda Express. I can't like. I, I realize it's a real basic thing to say. That that's not that's not a it's not a bold statement by any stretch of the imagination. There's a there's a million idiots who go to Panda Express every day. Yes. Um. And and the the only thing that makes me better than them is that I will ask for double orange chicken instead of trying to pretend <laughs> like I'm gonna get a different a different entree. Uh, uh, see, I get like, teriyaki. Like, oh, you know, I get the teriyaki chicken. So I'll, makes I'll me feel the, like I'll a good the, person. The mushroom, the the chicken with mushrooms. Just, yeah. I get the kung pao. No, no, maybe not. Teriyaki chicken. Just grilled chicken breast cut into pieces. It makes me feel better about the. Orange yeah, what do you what do you, what do you do? You you could grill chicken breast at home, Derek. I know, I know, I could. It tastes better <laughs> than theirs. That's not the point, Tim. The point right. is to balance the terribleness that's the orange chicken. Right. So my uh, my my hack, what I what I do to balance the terribleness of the orange chicken, because it is terrible for you, is that instead of fried rice, I ask for the vegetables. And then you just don't so eat like like. No, I do. I do eat them. I like I, I eat them. Oh, I'm proud of you. Well, I just you. you know I'm a I'm I'm your your typical. American guy who's, who's been trained his whole life to just eat what's on your plate. Or you know? American dad? American, I'm your American dad. I brought Good back morning, around. USA. Back around. All right, I now, got, as far as these is, chips go, I'm proud of you for getting these chips, and you're an American dad for bringing these to us. Uh, I wish I liked them more. I'm conflicted because part of my rating system, personally, that really drives the score is did they live up to the bold claims they made on the packaging which we know snacks rarely do and in this case this one fully did did not disappoint on the flavors or the seasonings or anything that i was going to get inside of here no surprises nothing wrong with that with that being said i have this other big part of my snack rating that is would you eat these again and i don't think i would ever choose to eat these again in my whole entire life now if i was somewhere where there were zero snacks and someone put a bowl of these out and i was like what are those those look familiar and they're like these are those wild chicken chips i bet you've never had these and i'll be like yep i gave them a terrible rating on my podcast and (laughs) you have no other snacks this is the only snack you have then i would eat them right but I don't see myself ever choosing to eat these ever again based on the flavor of them. It's it's not even the flavor. It's the it's the basic thing that they taste like jerky that's been way overdone. I think I understand the problem here, and it is that they've absolutely nailed the flavors that they were going for, but what they failed to nail was the original promise, which is chips. Yeah, they didn't quite get to chips. They yeah. got to they got to somewhere in between jerky and cornflakes. Yeah, and, and the problem and the problem is is it's not enough. There's it's it's like right now, even after having several sips of beer, I still am left with this taste of like burnt ass toast in my mouth. Like, toast that was so burnt that you just regretted fucking eating eating it, you know? 
I'm not getting that. Are you sure you're not having a stroke? I might be. No, I just have this bad flavor left over from it. I don't like how, like, dry and dehydrated it is. I don't like... There that. is... I, I see where you're... Yeah, there's a little burntness almost on the on the finish here. Like, um... Yeah, I, I get that. And it's a necessity because it's what makes it also crispy. So, like, again, I like the crispiness of it. It delivers there, and it delivers on the flavor. It, it, it all makes it very conflicting. It's conflicting for me to say it delivers on the flavor, but then also say it doesn't taste good. It doesn't taste good, like, as the aftertaste, and I don't like the consistency of the chip, especially when, after you've bitten a chip and then chewed it a couple of times, it turns into a really weird, gritty consistency that I don't like. It's definitely, like... You know, the the burnt part of a chicken or overcooked anything. And that part I don't like. So that's where that's where my rating like literally comes to a head. Uh, with that being said, I think we're going to move on to ratings. And I've described everything I've felt. I've given you guys everything inside of me uh, when it comes to my feelings on this chicken. And I think I have no other choice. I don't want to. But I have no other choice than to rate it a five. So there's one other component. Oh, wait, are you rating both flavors a five? I'm rating both flavors a five. I can't distinguish either one. Both flavors are excellent. Both flavors fully nail that. And that's where I'm conflicted. Like the Nashville hot, you even said it has that little bit of pickled onion, pickle, pickle flavor to it. Like it, it's everything that you would want out of a Nashville hot uh, chip. I would love to have this on just a regular-ass potato chip, but all of that same flavor. Same thing with the chicken and waffle. And I know a big part of it is the fact that this is actually chicken, right? So it's like, it's chicken and it's stuff that's used in some circles to make, you know, batter. Because it's that, that whatever this tapioca... You know, flour shit. If is. you're making a, if you're making a gluten free waffle, it's gonna probably have tapioca flour in it. Sure, um, and that's that part of it. Like I said, they nailed. They absolutely nailed. I'm amazed by it. But the problem with it is the vessel that's carrying the flavor. You know, um, I I don't like certain crackers either, right? And it's not like they taste different from the other crackers that taste exactly like it. But it's mostly about that. You know like saltine like consistency to the cracker. Uh, this is a case where it, it's mainly just the chicken. So I can't blame either of the flavors or either of the products. And I can't discourage people really from trying them because the flavor is outstanding. And that should be at, at, at the forefront of my rating. That's where I come to a five because I really want to rate them lower than a five instinctually. My heart says they're like a three or a two. And that's because I know I'll never fucking eat these chips as long as I live. I won't even finish these bags. I'll share them with my family. If they don't like them, I'll throw them in the goddamn trash. Because I will never eat these chips ever again. And that's based on the fact that I don't like that burnt flavor and the aftertaste that comes with it. So that's where I'm left really conflicted with these ratings. Damn, that's pretty searing, man. So the the part that I wanted to also mention is that I got these on Amazon, and three bags of chips was was fourteen bucks, so almost five dollars a bag. And so it's a it's an ex, 
expensive snack. It's a it's a and big it's very ass. small, right? Yeah, it's for compared this, to a standard yeah. bag of chips that would be four dollars for like a family sized bag. Yeah, this is very small. Yeah, you're you're, you're paying a premium for what, what I really kind of feel like is supposed to be kind of a uh, a niche like health food product or something like that, and. I really was rooting for these chips to become like, oh, here's a chip that I'm going to kind of splurge on that I'm going to keep around or like at least stock up on before a road trip or something like that. Like, I'll, like, like road trips are ever going to be a thing for me again. Oh, um, God. Yeah. But, 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 you know, like if I'm, if you're going to, you ever just do it. Please a don't. I almost through? broke out into tears looking through my I'd... Google pictures today because I was looking for an old photo of me and Warhorse and wrestling. And meanwhile, I'm scrolling through all of our all of our shenanigans during Christmas and wrestling oh. shows and going to stuff and being at bars, being at secret pinball bars and all the different cool shit we used to do. It's sad. It's oh, yeah. Sad. Never well, the, again. The, the Blues would have won another Stanley Cup by now. I would have ruined another pizza. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, another delicious and unsuspecting pizza that... Didn't deserve it. Didn't deserve well, it didn't, didn't deserve it. You know what? It Sometimes... Sometimes a pizza's got to make a sacrifice. I, yeah, these chips, man. It's 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 disappointing to me. It's every everything you said is true. Um, and the I feel like the only thing that, in my opinion, elevates these at all is that I think some some people are going to be looking for like what's what is a high protein snack that is is you know going to have a lot of flavor and be enjoyable to eat and i think a bag of these chips you know compared to like a like a protein bar that has about the same amount of calories and about the same amount of protein this is more enjoyable than that so there's at least that elements of it so like for a real you know for you know i went on a run today so i can feel good about like you know digging into some protein chips um I got new running shoes and everything, Derek. You'd, you'd be proud of me, although I haven't been playing Ring Fit. Oh, got to get on I that Ring Fit. I know. I at least ran. I burned. Uh, I burned so many calories on that Ring Fit, boy. That's one of the I best get, purchases I ever made. I get so frustrated with it. I have to you have to hold those squats for so long. Oh my god! It's yeah, hard. It's, it's hard. It's not uh, easy. It's and 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 the your little uh, all your little trainer guys uh, tip and uh, and the, the talking ring, like they'd be proud of you for eating these chips. I think they would be, and I will say that. If I changed my scale for someone who could not have chips, I would rate them an eight. Oh yeah, if there if you were on some kind of restrictive diet that was limiting your your carbohydrate intake, or like you just had to eat a whole bunch of protein for some reason, like these these chips are going to be there for you for that purpose. But if you're just looking for a delicious snack, there's there's just other places you can go for that. And so, but, but, but I'm going to, I'm going to give them just a little bit more leeway, uh, th than you did. This is something that I would eat again. And maybe because it turns out, I thought you had to buy them online, but you can get them at the grocery store. They have them uh, apparently at like the Safeways and Albertsons around town. So that's something, I, I don't know. There, there's an off chance that I might see one and be like, Hey, you know what? Maybe I will try the jalapeno chicken. Or, or whatever. Maybe I would get another bag. I, I did like the uh, chicken and waffle version just a little bit better because those flavors kind of just meshed a little better. Like it, It's like you said, the Nashville Hot, it's got some flavors that seem like they're kind of at, at war with each other. Sure, but it's at the, at the end of the day, they're very, very loyal flavors. I think it's harder to pull off the chicken and waffle. And it, when you think about it, it really they just got to nail that waffle maple syrup kind of the yeah. flavor. Because it's already on a chicken chip, but 
they did it. It, I'm I'm amazed by the like visual experience I'm taken on when I eat one of those chips. I'm sure people are thinking I'm being, you know, funny or facetious, but uh, I, I was literally transported to the the Holiday Inn, you know, uh, free bar breakfast area where you can you know get a little muffin and some toast and some cereal out of one of those weird circle containers with the the circle the thing you know you got to screw it to make the cereal come out and it's never it's not like at home so i don't it's just, I don't, it's just crushing your cereal i knew a guy who bought weird. some of those things from ikea and kept his cereal in there <laughs> yeah fucking sociopath oh yeah yeah this yeah you're, you're in a place like that. You? If, if, if if your if your tinder date has that at home you need to run yeah, yeah. That's your match.com guy is like yeah. you have to keep your cereal in plastic containers fuck that guy let me tell you yeah all right, but I'm coming back here, and and uh, with, with apologies to Craig, I'm going to have to rate this a 6.5. Oh, I'm sorry, Craig. No drinking. Wild chicken chips. I know, yeah, I know. I know. Like, I'm, I'm not drinking either, otherwise I'd be talking so much more about Batman. I'm sure you would. I'm sure you would, and you would be probably yelling about it. Uh, I, I would. It'd be over and over again. I'd be like, no, no. The thing you don't get, this yeah. is my impression of myself when I'm drunk. What you don't get, you don't understand about the first Robin, okay? <laughs> And then Jason Todd was like stealing tires. And... <laughs> Jason Todd was the shit. He's the reason why Hush happened. All right. Sure well, is. no, I, he's not. What? Wait, no, he's not. No, yeah, he's not. He's not. He's a, he's he's a he was a red herring in Hush. He's a red herring. That's right. I forget. It's been a long yeah. time since I read that. But uh, yeah, comic books, nerd stuff. Thank you guys so much for listening, uh, Tim. Yeah. I'll see you next week. See you next week. Um, is it okay if I call you my vanilla Holly Berry? It's Holly Berry dipped in vanilla. It's a, it's a, it's a dip. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. It's, very, it's a very, very specific snacking term. No, it's very, yeah. No, so, I approve of that. Yeah. I approve of that. It's different. It brings up, so, makes me yeah. think of fudge-covered Oreos during Christmas time. It's it's much like a, like a Dunkaroo, the chocolate ones. Oh, yeah. 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 Delicious. Uh, but fuck Nazis. Fuck Nazis. Yeah, even ones that eat Dunkaroos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that ding in there.